BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of MLB DFS Today. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined, as I always am, by my good friend here, Mr. Tim Morse, uh, to go ahead and break down, actually, a smaller night slate for tomorrow for your Wednesday. Uh, just a four-game slate, Tim. And we're going to have each of these uh, games here, but how, how are you feeling in general, man? Is there anything you're kind of noticing about these games as we uh, get towards the really uh, the final you know, few weeks of the season here? Yeah, we got about 10 games left, so we're really in the business end of it now. Uh, these wild card races are hot. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. The NL wild card race uh, is is really close right now. Only three teams make it, and there are about five teams who are fighting for it. So these games are important uh, coming down to the stretch, uh, coming down the stretch. And this slate in particular, I really love. Uh, there's... A lot of good pitching out there, but of course, there you know, not all of them are going to perform at their highest standard. So we're going to try to pick out some of these matchups that that might go the way that we think they're going to go. Awesome. I know one of these pitchers is incorrect, so you'll have to correct me when I get to it. But we'll, we'll go ahead and go yeah. through each of these games here. Uh, first, we've got obviously is the Blue Jays. At the Yankees, it's a night game. It obviously, obviously, it's a night game. It's a clear night for that game. Uh, we've got Gaussman and King on the mound, it looks like. I hope those are correct. Um, what, what do we like here in this game here, Tim? Yeah, well, this is super interesting to me because of the pitching matchup here. we got Kevin Gaussman, the most expensive pitcher on the board by about, what, 1,300 or so. Hmm. So he is uh, he's a strikeout guy. He's probably going to do pretty well in his previous two starts against the Yankees this year. 21 strikeouts, only two runs allowed, uh, two earned runs in those two starts, six in strikeout percentage on the year, second in total strikeouts behind Spencer Strider, 40 behind Spencer Strider. So it's a, it's a gap, but he's still one of the top strikeout merchants in the league. He's third in K through nine. So it's, it's an interesting matchup here against a Yankees team that really has been struggling to produce any offense over the past month they have the lowest batting average in the league the highest amount of strikeouts above even the twins who are on pace to set the record for most strikeouts this season in a single season so this is a yankees team that really is super top heavy you're talking about aaron judge Giancarlo stanton and that's pretty much it even like stanton strikes out a lot so it's not like he's good enough to scare me off of kevin gosman mm -hmm. i mean I mentioned the the pitching slate here. Um, it, it's really interesting because you you can go for Gossman, but there's a lot of value on the board 
The, on the other side, Michael King is going for the Yankees. I mean, I think the the run line for this game is like six or seven and a half, which is super low. I mean, Michael yeah. King's a reliever, uh, only six games as a starter. But in those six games, he's only allowed seven runs, an ERA under two. Um, so, I mean... I'm I'm definitely going to be playing Michael King. I'm not sure about Kevin Gosman just because of the other matchups we got eligible, but Michael King as he will be the the cheapest pitcher on the board because yeah. the the guy in Pittsburgh is going to be Mitch Keller. Right now it's uh Quinn Priester, but he's pitching on Tuesday, so he's going to be off the board. So Michael King is going to be the cheapest guy and with his performances recently, um he's a must start for me. So saving some money there on Michael King, and I think that's an interesting move. And uh, it's a, it is a seven and a half uh, run line there uh, for the total runs for the uh, for the game here, I should say. Uh, so seven and a half, you are correct about that. And then it's a minus one ten for each side on the money line there. So uh, mm-hmm. looks like it's going to be a close one, uh, close in a um, you know not a very high score. So. Uh, looks like it is definitely one where it's going to be a pitcher's duel, and we want to target that. So, um, any hitters here that you're looking at? I mean, any maybe some of the Yankees, since we're not playing Gaussman, maybe one of them uh, takes some yard or something like that. Um, you could, you you would pretty much be rolling the dice um, with whoever you would start in there, and because I mean they're they're they've just not been able to produce any offense at all. I mean, you can go with somebody like Oswald Peraza. If you want, like, if you if you're feeling lucky, pretty much he's <laughs> cheap, so you can fill out your roster with some cheap guys, maybe an Ozzy Cabrera in there. Uh, he's been playing well of late, but because Gosman has been so good against the Yankees, I probably will mostly be targeting the pitchers in this in this game. Fair enough. Let's move on to the next one. Here we've got the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, at the Chicago Cubs. My Chicago Cubs. That's a six forty uh, Central start time there. Uh, looks like it's going to be a partly cloudy night there uh, in Chicago. Uh, get a little chilly here, too. Not chilly, but, you know, just not as not as warm. Maybe in the May, a little bit in the 60s to, to low 70s. So uh, kind of my, my perfect weather there. But anyways, let's talk about this game here. What are we liking here in terms of, uh, I'm guessing we'll get some hitters, right? Yeah, well, we got Justin Steele on the mound for the Cubs. Uh, the game today between these two teams, there was a rain delay, so I don't know. You can tell me probably more about that, but it seems like it's going to pass. It overcast so, all day, but yeah. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> so, yeah, there, there was a rain delay to start the game today, but, yeah, we don't have to worry about that one. Um, but Justin Steele on the mound for the Cubs, he was leading the Cy Young race for about a week or two. Uh, he was really good. And then he kind of blew it in his last start, unfortunately. Uh, I think a lot of people were rooting for him just because he wasn't like your Spencer Strider, your Blake Snell. He was just kind of a guy that gets it done. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, he is now probably out of the Cy Young race. Um, but he is still worth the look. I think the Pirates are third in total strikeouts against left-handed pitchers this year. Steele is a lefty. So uh, the Pirates also the bottom five are ranking the bottom five in runs scored over the entire year. Third lowest in runs scored over the past two weeks. Justin Steele, amazing at home, 218 ERA this season. So if you're not going Gosman, I think Steele is the next best bet. And that is why he's the second highest pitcher on the board. But I think you're kind of getting a discount. You're hoping that he goes long. Um, and I'm thinking he will uh, just because of how how ineffective this Pirates offense, just like the Yankees, they're just not really they, they haven't 
really had much to play for. So their offense has been out of it. They got a bunch of young guys they're bringing up. So really the only guy I would look at in on their team is Cabrian Hayes, who homered in Tuesday's game. So he's worth a mention. But um, yeah, this with Mitch Keller on the mound, he's been super inconsistent. So I think I'm going to be stacking some Cubs. They are top heavy. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, the Cubs, they need these games. They yeah. just got swept by the Diamondbacks. Oh, uh, tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they're just trying yeah. to blow it. Uh, you know, it's um, just yeah. typical Cubs fashion. But, yeah, go ahead. I mean, all baseball fans, we want to see the Cubs in the playoffs, of course. We want to see Wrigley rocking. Mm. So, I'm, I'm rooting for them. Uh, but it's a logjam right now, but their offense is going to have to carry the day. They're going to need to take care of business here against the Pirates. They're probably going to win Tuesday's game. They're up like four to one last I checked. But um, yeah, I think I'll be looking at Ian Happ, uh, 4,800. Uh, he's 421 against Mitch Keller in his career with two home runs against him. So I think he's a good play at under $5,000. Uh, Saya Suzuki also under five thousand dollars at forty four hundred. He's fourth on the team in total bases. So if you're not going Cody Bellinger, who's like the second most expensive hitter among all teams in this slate, I think if you play Hap or Suzuki, you're kind of getting some good value there. If you want to go super value, you can play Jan Gomes if he's in the lineup. He can offer some power from the catcher spot. And if Mitch Keller is not locked in, which you know he's been up and down all season, I think you can you can gain an edge on the rest of the, the field by playing a Cubs stack against Mitch Keller. Yeah, I think I'm seeing this right. Uh, just to catch up here, the uh, Giants are two games back of the Cubs, so the Cubs do need. Um, some W's here to to stay ahead and stay in that wild card, uh, which they certainly want to be in here, uh, and they want to go ahead and make a postseason appearance. So uh, I do like that. Let's let's back those Cubbies, of course. Yeah, go Cubs, go. Uh, let's move on here, though, though, to our third game. It is the Milwaukee Brewers uh, at the St. Louis Cardinals. And uh, we have a rainy uh, day, it looks like, here, scheduled uh, on here. So uh, are we fading this game, or are we looking at some guys here? Yeah, this is kind of a difficult game to call for me. Probably the hardest one on the slate um, due to the pitching matchup. I mean, you have Adrian Hauser going for the Brewers, and uh, he's been pretty inconsistent. I mean, he got he only lasted two innings, two starts ago, uh, gave up four runs, two homers. So I'm I'm not really trusting what he's throwing out there. So you can you can start some Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals, they haven't had anything to play for either. So they're kind of in limbo. Uh, and the Brewers are trying to shore up their rotation uh, going into the postseason. I mean, over the past 30 days, the Brewers pitching staff has been sensational. They have the lowest ERA. So, I mean, I you can... You can really go either way in this one. I think I would lean towards Brewers bats just because Zach Thompson is on the mound. He's a young lefty for the Cardinals. So you can play somebody like Willie Adamas at the shortstop position. He leads the Brewers in homers and RBIs this year. Uh, I think you can play one of the two catchers here, uh, either one of the Contreras brothers, uh, Wilson Contreras, 4,100. Uh, he's third in total bases on the Cardinals. So you're getting some good value there. 4,100 for the third best hitter on the team. I think that's some good value for him. Or you can go with his brother at 5,100. He leads the Brewers 
uh, in batting average at 283, which is kind of low, but from the catcher spot, I mean, you're talking about Will Smith or the Contreras brothers. Otherwise, you're going for value in this slate. So I think Willie Adamas is the, the number one player that I would target in this matchup. Fantastic, man. I love it. Um, so there we go. Look at that game. Last game here on the slate here, Tim, we have the uh, Tigers and the Dodgers. We actually do have a line on this one. We have a line for uh, two of the four games so far, but uh, we have a line for this one. We've got uh, Olsen and Miller on the mound. Olsen for the Tigers and Miller for the Dodgers. Uh, minus 238 in favor of the Dodgers. So the Dodgers are heavy favorites here. 8.5 on the run line, which for this time of season or this time of the year, uh, it does seem like that's kind of on the high end there. So uh, I'm guessing, you know, you're liking some uh, some bats here, huh? Yeah, I, I actually do like the bats on both sides. We have uh, two 24-year-old starters on the mound. Bobby Miller for the Dodgers. Uh, he's from your neck of the woods, from McHenry, Illinois, if you yeah. know where that is. Yeah, but, yeah, definitely know that one is. Yeah. I did not know that, but yeah, he's uh, he's kind of been a tourniquet for One of my Dodgers. first girlfriends lived out there, just so you guys all oh. know. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, Man, he's been crucial to this Dodgers team. I mean, without him, I do not know where the Dodgers rotation would, would be with all the injuries and everything else that's happened. So he's been he's been solid, but the Dodgers have kind of had to put him in a position where maybe they've rushed his his um experience, I'll say. So he he he's not untouchable. Uh, that probably speaks to why this run line is is higher than you might expect. Uh, I think of the two pitchers, Reese Olsen, I probably like more. Um, he's actually been really good in September. In three September starts, he's only allowed three runs. I mean, two of those games have come against the White Sox, so maybe an easy matchup there. But he's been pretty solid. Uh, but I, I mean, not. I'm I'm still gonna be looking towards some Dodger bats, definitely, just because of how how good their offense is. But I'll be looking at some Tiger bats as well. I mean, on the Tiger side, I think you can get really good value in Jake Rogers. He's had a huge couple of games, four homers in the last three games with eight RBIs. He's at under 3,000 at 2,900. And he ranks in the 93rd percentile in sweet spot percentage uh, over all batters this season, which is pretty good. I mean, it's not something you would expect out of this Tigers team. They have they have good offensive power from Kerry Carpenter and Spencer Torkelson. They both had nine homers in August. Torkelson homered in Tuesday's game. Parker Meadows also homered in Tuesday's game. He's 2,800, so he's another place you can find value. Uh, he's a young outfielder getting his chance there as they also have nothing to play for. So uh, the, on the Tiger side, I think you can play a few of these guys and you don't have to be afraid of Bobby Miller uh, on the Dodger side. We're going to get a, a right-hander in Reese Olsen. So we're going to see the left-handed platoon out of the Dodgers and you can get some value there as well. Jason Hayward having an unbelievable season at 3,200. David Peralta also really contributing to this Dodgers team, also 3,200. Um, so I think you can get some value on both sides of this one. If you want to go big money, uh, I think you're looking at a guy like Max Muncy or J.D. Martinez. Martinez homer twice on Monday. He was out for a month since he's come back. He's hit 361 in nine games, 13 hits with 13 ribbies in those nine games. So in Muncy, you got a left-handed guy going against a right-handed young starter. So 
Muncie tied for third in total bases on the team with J.D. Martinez. Both of them are 5,000. So you're talking about some value compared to Mookie or Freddie, who are 1,000 or more um, on the board. So I, I like the kind of mid-tier guys for the Dodgers in this one. Fantastic, man. We've got Jay Hay. We've got some Cubs stacks. We've got everything. I, I, I'm loving it, man. I'm able to be uh, playing this one hot and heavy. If you guys don't already follow my guy here, Tim, uh, at me, Tim Sim on Twitter uh, or X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yeah, he is uh, absolutely crushing it this season in MLB. Going to be joining us also for the NBA DFS crew. So be on the lookout there. If you guys haven't picked it up already, we have the NBA draft guide also available, which uh, Tim's also been a contributor to as well. And uh, some exciting stuff going on. There are some really exciting uh, tools in the works here that are going to be released very, very shortly. I am like rubbing my hands here, getting <laughs> getting so worked up about it. But you guys need to go check it out. It is only $6 a month for that NBA Fantasy Pass. And then obviously NFL content we also have still rolling out. Uh, game previews for every single game um, running that show as well. So uh, go check it all out. $4 for that NFL Pass as well. All Sport Pass is $7 right now, I believe still. Uh, they haven't uh, upped that price yet, but it will be going up. So, uh, Tim, another great slate, man. Any uh, kind of uh, words of wisdom as we depart here for this four-gamer? Anything else that you kind of want to add on the top that we haven't discussed about these four games or just uh, just about the DFS in general? Uh, well, what, I mean, you got to find your value. I think for this slate, Mike, like I said earlier, Michael King is an absolute must-start for me, and you can kind of – Choose your other pitcher depending on which matchup you prefer. If you want to go heavy, heavy uh, money with Gosman, you can do that. He's probably going to have a really good game, but uh, at his price point, I think you can get some better value out there. Like I said, Justin Steele. So that's something you definitely want to do is find some value out of your pitcher spot because you see these guys. I mean, you might have a guy like Strider today who just went off, had, you know, an unbelievable game. But for the most part, that does not happen. So you're going to get some of the best performances out of the day out of the mid-tier level of pricing from your pitchers. So you need to try to snipe as much value as you can. Um, so, yeah, Michael King being the cheapest guy on the board, I think that's that's a ton of value. And, and because he's a reliever in there, he's not going to be left in the game long enough to kill you. Where some of these starters, they will. The the manager's going to let them work and let them struggle. But with a, with a bullpen guy in there, his leash is going to be short, so he's not going to totally burn you. Um, so I, I think that's a great spot for him. Uh, fantastic. He is Tim Morse, and you can find him on Twitter at MeTimSim. Uh, and we will catch you guys here for another MLB DFS slate uh, very soon here. But uh, until next time, guys, hey, go get that money. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.